there. You're listening to the Estranged Heart Podcast, and I'm your host, Creed Revere. Welcome back to our returning listeners. And if this is your first time here, thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. As we begin today's episode, I invite you to grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in, and listen with an open heart. Our quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist or counselor. Nothing within this podcast should be considered or taken as therapy. If you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. A couple of announcements and reminders. Um, I would like to thank our first um, Patreon supporter, who happens to be an estranged, formerly estranged adult child. Um, and she and I have remained in contact after the reconciliation with her mom and after an eight-year estrangement. And um, yeah, they're, they're making strides. They've hit some bumps along the way, but they're taking it um, one step at a time, baby steps, and um, things seem to go, be going fairly well. And you know who you are, and I am super grateful to have your support um, and to have you as a faithful listener of the podcast. And as a reminder, if you would like to support this podcast and the work that I do, please consider a financial donation. Um, this helps me to hire out some of the technical pieces of podcasting, which then frees me up to be able to um, support more with a hands-on um, approach with estranged parents and estranged adult children. And you may do this through Patreon um, or directly through the podcast platform, anger.fm. And I'll leave information on this in the show notes. So as we begin today's episode titled, Do Our Children Owe Us Something? Is the parent-child relationship a contract or gift or something else? Um, Our quotes for today, I have four. One, number one, is normalize changing your opinion when presented with new information. Unknown. Number two, it's not what you say, it's what they hear. By Paul Pearson. Number three, language is always changing. We've seen that language changes across space and across social groups. Language also varies across time. Generation by generation, pronunciations evolve, new words are borrowed or invented, the meaning of old words drift, and morphology develops or decays. And that is from a... um, Linguistics 101 lecture uh, from the University of Pennsylvania. And the fourth and final one, all relationships except those that are familial are by choice. Even the relationship from the perspective of a parent to child is by choice, yet not the other way around. Is it any wonder those relationships we have with family are so fraught with resistance and discord? Creed Revere. So today's episode, I, I'm going to try to keep it really short. Um, it, it is a result of, I pushed back what I previously had scheduled for today um, for this because this um, today's topic is in reference to a post I made on social media earlier in the week that caused a bit of, of a firestorm on social media as well as within the support group that I facilitate for estranged mothers. And I felt that it, I needed to be able to give voice to it beyond just, you know, a few dozen words um, permitted through, um, you know, a post on Instagram or Facebook. 
And I'm hoping that um, everyone, estranged parents and estranged adult children, will listen with an open ear and an open heart. Um, I understand where parents are coming from. I also understand where estranged adult children are coming from. And my purpose in this podcast has always been to help facilitate or nurture um, a position of curiosity rather than um, judgments and adherence to what has been as quote-unquote gospel and without any consideration of change. And I say that because life is change. We all grow and evolve, and if we are not growing and evolving, we are static, and that, for all intents and purposes, is death. There, When there's no growth, things begin to die. And that is where this perspective came from. I listened to, this all came about from me listening to Tina Gilbertson, who is a licensed professional counselor and, a, and an estrangement expert. I listened to her podcast, The Reconnection Club, episode 116, and it's it's about this, um, do our children owe us something? And when I listened to that podcast, I found myself on the, you know, sitting in my living room listening to this saying, yes, yes, yes. That's exactly how I felt as an estranged adult child when I was estranged from my mom. Um, And I know that I did not feel that way prior to my estrangement or during my estrangement. However, I do feel this way now as a formerly estranged parent and now reconciled with both of my adult daughters. Um, I... I'm a firm believer in what Tina, what the message that Tina Gilbertson was trying to get across. And I know that, um, you know, for the most part, I mean, this has caused a heated, heated responses, um, that I've received from parents and, um, I've received private messages from adult children thanking me for, for what I posted on Instagram. And I'll read that post real quick um, because I think it gives context to this. And then we'll talk about uh, a few of the um, responses that I received. So the post that I made was one question I hear from estranged parents is, but don't our children owe us respect and to care for us in our old age as we did for them growing up? One statement I hear from estranged adult children is, I do not owe my parents anything. Once upon a time, I believed my children owed me for all the sacrifices I made for them as they were growing up. That was a belief in some way that there was this sort of contract between the two of us. I'll do this for you, and in return, you'll do this, that for me. Yet, I am the one who chose to have children. They did not enter into, nor were they able to, intellectually or emotionally, a contract with me. And when I say, let me just sidestep this a minute. When I say contract, I don't mean a literal contract. I don't, I'm saying an, you know, an agreement. In other words, there was not a choice on their end, right? They did not actively choose to be in relationship with me as their parent. 
Um, and so um, when I let go of the, isn't this, isn't that what we do as children um, of our parents? And aren't they supposed to care for care for us as their parents believes that which were passed down from generation to generation before me, I could finally see as a parent, my children were a gift, not a business arrangement. And again, I don't mean literally a business arrangement. I mean, what I'm meaning is the choice. There was not a choice for them to enter into a relationship with me. We enter into all of our relationships with the exception of familial relationships. We enter, we enter into by choice. And so is it any wonder, as I stated in the quote in the beginning of today's episode, is it any wonder that familial relationships are so filled with this pushback and resentment and discord because choice was taken from people. And when I say taken, I don't mean literally you had it and then it was removed. I mean that they were not able to enter into this conscious choice to be in relationship with someone who is family. Now, does that mean that I don't think family is important? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that my children have a choice to enter and remain in relationship with me. Just as a parent has a choice to enter into and remain in relationship with their adult children. Okay, by default, most parents, I will say, just do that. They don't consciously, I mean, it's just, we just do. We just remain in relationship with our adult children. But I am t- I'm here to tell you that as an adult, you have that choice. Everyone has a choice to either be in that relationship or to walk away from that relationship. And that's proven when we have siblings that we don't talk to. And every time I talk with an estranged parent, I 99.9% of the time find out somebody else within the, in the family line has been estranged. Either it's two sisters or, you know, some sort of siblings or, you know, so-and-so didn't talk to uncle so-and-so for 20 years. And there's, so they've made the choice to walk away and our children have that choice, although most parents don't see it that way and don't respect it that way. And what I'm asking from this, from this question of do our children owe us anything? From my perspective, they don't. From my perspective, I am asking to be in relationship with my children, my adult children, where there is a two-way street of respect and compassion and empathy and understanding and listening and helping to heal and be in, in, in healthy relationship with one another. Because it is my opinion that when we are in healthy relationship with one another, that has been by choice, those relationships are stronger. And I'm here to tell you that sometimes blood is not thicker than water. We can do the most damage to the people that we love the most, and oftentimes that's family. And we do that oftentimes, most times, without conscious intent. And so I'm only asking parents 
to just take a step back and ask yourself, where is this firestorm of, um, of resistance coming from? So when you hear this question, do our children owe us something? I, I mean, the resistance that I've gotten from parents is massive. And I'm asking you to consider where is that resistance coming from? Because I'll give you an example. Just recently, I um, had a discussion with a friend of mine about someone in my life who every time I'm in communication with this person, I just get angry and I get very frustrated. And I'm like, what? What? It's, it occurred to me the other day. I'm like, why am I reacting this way? Every time I'm in active communication and relationship with this person. Why am I reacting the way that I'm reacting? Why are these feelings so strong and so active coming up within me when that doesn't happen with other relationships that I have? And so instead of pointing the finger at this person and saying, oh, well, obviously it's this person because, you know, I don't have this issue with anyone else. I turned it around to say, what is happening within me? Why am I reacting so strongly to this? And when I got started talking about it and started digging into that and looking into that, it went back to all the way to childhood to an experience I had in childhood, and which is, was a theme throughout my life of not being seen, not being heard, not being validated, and everyone else giving to others And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I've done everything right. And I still can't get what I need from relationships. And so it was, it was me. It wasn't this other person. It was me. And that's what, that's what I'm asking parents to do. I am not, I am so not here to tell parent to tell adult children that they should estrange from their parents for the love of god my all of my children did that to me i understand that pain i know that pain i am not advocating for that but what i am advocating for is that parents stop for a second and consider why someone may not want to be in relationship with you. Every time I talk with estranged adult children, they tell me, I want to be in relationship with my mom or my dad or both. And I just feel like I can't. They don't listen to me. They won't respect my decisions. They don't respect my spouse. They, whatever. I mean, there's a host of different reasons. But what I'm here to tell you is that that that's not what they actually want. But they want to be in healthy relationship with us. And I don't know about you, but when I feel like somebody thinks that I owe them something or that they have this expectation of me that I should be doing this, that, or the other thing... It's natural for me to turn, turn tail and go the other, other direction. And that is what ultimately brought me back to my children in part was because I started to look and see and understand things from their perspective. 
and that I stopped having these expectations that just because we are family, then all other rules are, are tossed out. And that's not true. We're all in relationship with one another. And those relationships need to be healthy and by choice. Because then when your children choose to be in relationship with you, there's nothing greater. There's nothing greater than that feeling. To know that they are actively choosing to have me as a part of their life. Instead of they feel obligated to have me in their life. Or they feel obligated to take care of me in my old age because I'm their mom. I want, would love for them to want to help care for me in my old age because they love me and they want to be in relationship with me. And they feel honored to, t- to, to do that. And we very rarely go into a place of feeling honored to be in relationship with someone who is expecting us to be something or do something or whatever ever because of an expectation or a sense of, you know, you, I'm your mother, so therefore you owe me this gratitude and respect. I'm sorry. I had a conversation with my mom when in my mid-30s, and I told her, just because you carry the title of mother does not mean I have to have you in my life. And I meant it. I said to her, I want you in my life if you can respect me and be kind and courteous to me as a human being, not just because I'm your daughter and not just because you're my mom. And she was horrified. She was horrified. She said, she told me in the car, she was like, I can't believe you just said that to me. And I said, I can't believe that you are placing these demands on me. Just because I'm your daughter. That's not fair. So that's what I'm in. That's the invitation I have for you. Is to simply consider. Something different. Consider entering into a chosen relationship with our children, our adult children. And allowing them to choose to enter into relationship with us. So that brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you're able to find some sort of takeaway nuggets to help you on this journey, wherever you are on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you would like to have your story shared on this podcast, please feel free to email me at theestrangedheart at gmail.com. Again, theestrangedheart at gmail.com. Until next time.